Hello and welcome to Series 3 of the Leading Through Uncertainty podcast. I'm Jude Jennison, founder of Leaders by Nature and host of this podcast, and I'm the author of the book Leading Through Uncertainty. In this series, I ask leaders to share their stories of uncertainty, the challenges they've faced and overcome, and what we can learn from their experiences. Cathy Wahlberg is one of the directors of Ulster's Kelly Solicitors based in Warwickshire. She talks about how the recession in 2008 created uncertainty as every industry had to reform and adapt to new ways of working. And that uncertainty created more uncertainty through the need to change. Cathy lives and breathes humanity. She talks openly about the need to upskill leaders and adapt to embrace the uncertainty created by that rapid pace of change. Have a listen. Hi, Cathy. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Jude. It's, it's great to be here today. Very exciting. Slightly Good. nervous, but we're all here. Yeah. Well, that's uncertainty for you, isn't <laughs> that is it? Uncertainty. Yeah. Yes. So, what's yes. your experience of uncertainty? So, my, my experience of uncertainty, um, I suppose, in the business context, we could go all the way back to the recession, two thousand and seven, mm-hmm. two thousand and eight, um, which brought with it a lot of financial uncertainty. Um, across all sorts of businesses everywhere Mm. Um, and navigating our way through that um, was tough because not only was the landscape changing, clients were changing, clients were disappearing, Um, the world of commerce appeared to be dropping off a cliff, Mm -hmm. people weren't buying houses, you know, our source of work was severely impacted. Yeah. Um, Even to the degree which at the time I thought was bizarre, but it even stopped people getting on with their day-to-day lives, mm-hmm. um, even divorce. So people who really felt that they their relationships had come to an end and they wanted a divorce, and of course everything had crashed, there was no longer enough money and no, no longer enough equity in the house to make it work for two separate families. So people were learning to live in different ways. So I think we saw it, certainly in our business, in many, many aspects commercially and, and in personal lives. So how did you respond to that? Because, you know, what I'm hearing is the financial crash impacted everybody and everything yeah. and therefore that impacted you as a as a firm of solicitors. Yes, absolutely. So it was <laughs> key to it was was revisiting very quickly where was our work coming from, what areas of work were being impacted. Um, and it was a difficult time as well, mm. you know, making people redundant, that's mm. really, really hard because mm. it, it matters. Yeah. Um, and it, it's never cold. Mm. It, it hurts and you have the sleepless nights about it because, you know, making somebody redundant has an enormous impact. Um, so there were some very, very difficult decisions to make, but equally... As a business, you're there to protect the business. That's that's really a really important function. Um, so also looking for opportunities as well, changing the product face, looking at how we can do things differently, mm-hmm. um, and also having to invest, make financial investments at the same time where you can see your income slowing down, cash reducing, but actually you've got to prioritise some of that into investment, particularly IT. It's got to stay safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got to rebuild efficiencies, new ways of working, upskilling. Um, and actually, so within the business, there was an awful lot going on at the same time. And, and if I look at the business now, and I take it back to 10 years ago, um, when the recession hit really, 
our staff have very different functions now. Mm. Um, and I suspect that's the same across the entire legal profession. Yeah. And it's interesting because what I'm hearing is the uncertainty of the crash created a need for even more change, which creates even more uncertainty. Indeed. So instead of being able to create certainty in the uncertainty, you actually created more by needing to respond and and create change. And and new things. Mm. Um, And and what I've always found interesting is that in our day-to-day lives... We cope with uncertainty all the time, every mm-hmm. day. Domestic mm-hmm. situation, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're never quite sure what you're going to face in the morning, but we really adapt at dealing with what we're very, very familiar with. Yeah, you know, traffic on traffic, the way to work. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. My journey in this morning, mm-hmm. um, absolutely not as planned. <laughs> so you're there, and, but again, you're making decisions. Uh, is there anything I can do about this? Am I stuck? Can I go in, Can I go a different way? Will it be faster? Well, you don't know. Mm. Um, is there anything I can do about it? No. Okay. Well, I'll just sit in the traffic, communicate, let people know mm-hmm. you're not going to be there when expected. Nobody has to panic. It's just it's just the traffic, um, and we do that all the time, mm. all the time in our in our private lives. Mm. But, um, I think for some reason in the commercial field it becomes different um, and I do wonder sometimes whether we put we, we impose pressure on ourselves because we're, we're in the workplace now with business owners and we're in control and we have also to be we think, or yes. we think we're yeah. in control you know it's, it's that perception it, it it matters we know what we do we've got all the answers mm. we've got our clear clear direction um, and do you think there's a perception even if it's self-imposed that if we're not in control and we don't know where we're going and there is uncertainty and and a lack of clarity, do you think there's a perception that, that we're not effective as leaders? I, possibly, yes, and that, but that might be a self-imposed perception. Mm, mm. And, and I think we have to learn to change, and I think that's one of the things that I've really taken from that experience, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's the important thing. We learned an awful lot going through that mm. difficult time. So I specifically, think it makes us much better managers now. Yeah, relax. Yeah, <laughs> relax. You can't control everything. Um, you've got got you know, great people around you. Use those resources. Talk to people. Mm. Um, set your goals. Of course, you've got to have goals. I mm. think that's really important. And you might break down those goals into sort of milestones. You might look for some quick wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are no more than the people that work with us, really. Mm. Um, and our responses to whatever's happening is, is no more than the way we respond and, and we react. We can't just carry on doing mm. the, the same old thing. Yeah. Um, so do you think there's a greater need to respond to change now than there was then, or is it...? I, I think generally, just generally in business, everyone probably learned a lesson that you have to change all the time. Mm. All the time mm. we're changing. Um, and if I look at our business now and the things that we're doing, um, we have to change constantly. Mm-hmm. And now is an interesting time for change, isn't it? Mm. You've got Brexit, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, change of leadership, nobody knows. Mm. Um, you've got these big changes in the political, legislative landscape. And we've got to do our best to try and prepare for that mm. without really knowing what 
the end result is. Well, and that's the interesting <laughs> thing, isn't it? Is it's almost yeah, like yeah. preparing for change rather than prefer preparing for a specific event. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And 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 without knowing what it is, is it a crisis? I don't know. Does anybody know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we can only start looking now at our, our markets. But I say I think we we look to change all the time now. Mm. It's it's. It's a constant. That is the constant. Is is change. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another reason to say you know we can't always stand there saying we know what we're doing. We are in control. We've got a plan. Um, and so, and sometimes recognizing it's okay to struggle a bit sometimes mm-hmm. because you might not have the answer. Mm. Um, so I say just just relax a bit. Um, and that's easier said than done, isn't it? it? Is. Right, relaxing the struggle. It, it is. Just, <laughs> yes, just keep it going because if, if the answer's not there, you've just got to keep it going. Um, and I think invariably something happens. Somebody has a eureka moment. That's why I say share. Um, and I think if you share and you're very clear in your communication, which mm-hmm. again, really, really important. Mm. Um, you know that that whole if, if people don't have the parameters, if they don't know what. The goals are you get that slightly chaotic approach but if, if you talk to people everyone mm-hmm. knows what's going on um share ideas yeah somebody will come up with something or a collective of people will come up with something and, and if you engage people people are interested and i just think you get a you get a better response really it yeah, and it's interesting because i think everybody has their own version of what what is clear and what's not clear mm. and and what i'm hearing is that if we all share our own version of what's clear for me and what's clear for you, actually what then becomes clear for us is bigger. Absolutely, absolutely. Then we've got something to, to work with. So we yeah. might have struggled a bit, but you know we, we don't have to deliver perfect answers all the time, mm. and, and that's okay. Mm. I think, to me, that's, that's something I learned, mm. that you don't have to be on the button all the time mm-hmm. delivering perfect answers. Mm. Um, that question <laughs> without doubt I've made some decisions that I might look back on now and say wow that was crazy um, and I could have done it differently everyone can do whatever they do differently so you yeah hindsight's to, a wonderful thing isn't you it have to live with your choices yeah you? so, yeah um, yeah but uh, you know I think if, if the messaging is good and, and even if it's a difficult message mm-hmm. I think you, you say it because within your organization if you don't say it and you have to be truthful mm. really truthful mm. if you don't do it then you'll have staff um, making up their own version based on what they see mm-hmm. have clients in our case making up their own version of what mm-hmm. they see mm. um, or you might have outside parties they're in the rumour mill making up their version and, mm. and it, it really can get very very difficult people can get very stressed very it's interesting isn't it the truth yeah you know? and it's interesting because I think there's what, what I'm hearing is this desire for clarity is uncertainty in in the uncertainty means that we make it up if we if it's not clear yeah. and then we yeah. act as though that is the truth yes and, yes. and that's why we get this polarisation, because everybody's got a different version of that, their because everybody's idea. made up their own idea mm. of what mm. they think the truth mm. is. Mm. That's it. And then you get this sort of chaotic, rather than everybody saying, OK, what, what is our goal? Where are we? Mm. And are we getting regular updates? What have we achieved? Mm. Um, you know, and if you need to talk to people daily, talk to people daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have to be a great big commanding piece of communication. It's mm. just... Talk to people. Mm. 
that people know what's going on and, and I find when you respect people as well, you can learn to trust people mm -hmm. and, and trusting people is really important mm. because as business leaders we can't do it all. Yeah. We actually need everyone to lead their own part mm. and if they, the, if they understand, we all know where we're going, everyone takes responsibility mm -hmm. um, and that that's really important yeah because together we can move much faster yeah and much more purposefully and do you think it's easier for you as a director to respond quickly to change than it is perhaps the rest of your company I know that's a tricky question to ask because I'm asking you to get inside yeah. the heads of everybody else. It, it depends, and of course we're a very we're, we're multifaceted company, so mm -hmm. we're, we're covering very different elements of law. So mm. in in some cases, actually, I think I'm reliant through that communication channel for people in specific areas of law to wave flags at me mm. and say, actually, there's this change is coming, or this is happening. Or we're noticing this because I might not see it mm. because I'm not the specialist mm -hmm. on the floor dealing mm. with it, um, whereas they are. So I think you've got to you've got to listen. You've got to um, be respectful of the people that are doing the work as well because they know, and in many cases they know more than I do. Mm. Mm. Um, so if they're raising and waving the flag, then absolutely we get together, we devise our plan, we work out where we are. Um, then we're all back on track again. <laughs> as much as you ever can as be. As much as you ever can yeah. be. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Is it a new product? Is it a different model for the product? Whatever it is, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're so, constantly changing based mm. on what's happening in the marketplace. In the market. And are you seeing more change now than you were even 10 years ago when there was the I, crash? I think so, mm. I think so, because the, the change is a constant and mm. um, the issues that we're dealing with are, are constant and the world is moving at a much faster pace than mm. it used to. Um, and the risks and threats to business are different. You know, we hear about um, cyber security for us, that's, that's a real problem. And we've got to stay on top of that mm -hmm. all of the time. It mm. was far less of an issue back in 2008 because mm. it was an issue. Um, but uh, we now see, I think it was 2017, about £12 million of client money was stolen from law firms. So actually, we have to pedal really fast and hard to stay on top of security all of the time. Mm. Um, and that's not just something... For the IT department, you know, no. where they are, as it mm. happens, they are, are in the basement in an office. <laughs> oh so dear. It's very much like the IT crowd down there. Um, but it, it, it's about educating everybody. Mm. So um, actually, things that used to be, oh, IT, that, that's something that's out there. Yeah. It's, it's become really all per pervasive right across the business. We, we have to understand that. Um, so do you think this, the, the skills of the team need to be greater then? Because you're no oh, longer just definitely. a, you know, excuse my clumsy English, but you're no longer a bunch of lawyers. You, no, you need to have not. commercial understanding, yes, financial yes, awareness, right, IT right. awareness. Yeah, There's so much, much so. more. Business development and, and new ideas. And, and we just sort of, I think the property market at the moment, we're hearing a lot of reports about how the property market is declining. So, mm -hmm. of course, we think, oh, gosh, less work. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's about 
staying on top of the game really mm. let's, let's have a look at what do we offer how could we change it mm -hmm. yeah okay we've got now a no hidden fees product so um that's actually been great we've had more work coming in than we did before but Again, so it's taking opportunities as well. It's, mm. it's not just about battening down hatches, um, mm. fighting adversity, because sometimes in, in having that approach to change all the time, you see new opportunities. Mm. Um, but yes, pe people do have to be commercially aware. Lawyers don't just lawyer anymore. No, <laughs> no. I mean, the world just moved on, hasn't <laughs> that's it? it that's and, it. Um, and it's interesting because um, I think it was Carol Dweck who um, famously wrote about the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. And what I'm hearing is that uncertainty for you, you're seeing it as an opportunity for change Absolutely. and an opportunity to tap into new yes. markets, new clients. Yes, that's it. Um, that's that it's it. not all doom and gloom. No, and it, it doesn't have to be. It and of course there are difficult bits mm. and mm. you have to deal with those difficult bits. Mm. But but look for other bits as well. You can't just go through life saying, oh, that's that's no longer working. We'll close that off. And, yeah. Um, it's a rather negative view to have yeah, on the world, isn't it? Just, well, what can we do instead? Mm. You know, what, what's going to change? How, mm. can, how can we offer it differently? Mm. Um, there are opportunities out there as well. So um, that's very exciting. To, I was, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, because really do, do you think that makes it more exciting? Is that, you know, to, to be a lawyer knowing that there's opportunity and that you can be more commercially involved That's and, it. and yeah. successes and bring bring your successes back and share your successes and it feels good and it's it's self-perpetuating and, and on it goes and everyone kind of joins the party and it's yeah it's exciting mm. um not just for us as business owners but but for everyone because mm. they feel they are part of the bigger organization it's it's not just that you come to work and you sit in an office and mm. do your lawyering mm. it's very much front-facing engaged um and we love our clients you know <laughs> we do so we we explore also with people that use our services what do they really want um and again that brings about change mm. so again changing markets the millennials we've got to prepare for those um they seem to access everything on on the internet if my teenage daughter is anything to go by um i'm not entirely confident that she'll be walking into a law firm <laughs> in her life um so we've got to be aware of that um, mm. and work out where the services and and actually diversity of services so mm. you are we are looking we've got to cater for those youngsters who mm -hmm. interact with the whole world not just lawyers with the whole world they interact differently mm. um and then there are people, but also including youngsters, who do want a very personal service. And that and that's right, I think, for some of the services that we offer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're going through uh, an emotional relationship breakdown, actually um, having a relationship with your lawyer, somebody you can see, somebody to, you can talk to, mm. I think that's really important. Mm. Yes, you can go online and just plug in and do something. Um, is it the best thing not? not in my view the best for everyone yeah so and finding the, the balance yeah it's an interesting one isn't it because you know i always say we're more technologically connected and more emotionally disconnected than ever before Absolutely. and and yet there are times when that there is such a need for emotional connection isn't Absolutely. there and, and um and that you can't you can't do everything yeah. online you can't just do everything in a clinical mechanical no, way no and, and i'm i'm really pleased to see now we've got a bit bit more of an open discussion about well-being mm -hmm. you know 
not just mental well-being, but well-being generally. It's it's really important that we we reconnect with ourselves as humans, mm. um, and I, I it's coming back. It's, it's on the agenda, isn't it? Mm. You know, and um, really important because we're not machines. No, I know, <laughs> and and yet we, I think sometimes we get skewed, don't we, by the by the pace of change and the pace Absolutely. that computers can do things. Yes. I you know I sometimes find myself wanting if I've mm. missed something. I want to rewind it, and then I think, well, that's not real life. You know, no. you can't rewind no. real life. No. You can only do that on a screen. Yeah, we are exceptionally and complex emotions. Yeah, things. yeah. Um, and it's recognizing that, and how, and so how, how do you, how do you integrate that? You know, knowing that you're commercially minded, you you need to have emotional connection. You also need to know the bits and bites of what it is to be a lawyer and the. Yes facts yes. and figures around that. How, how do you integrate all of that? How do you create a culture where people can thrive with all of that? Well, I suppose it, it's about respecting and having a look at what, what people want as well. So we've got a lot of staff, um, mums, dads, who quite rightly want to be involved in their children's upbringing. So mm-hmm. it, it's about flexible working. It's about creating culture where we say, you know, it's really important that you have your holiday. Mm. It's really important that you go on time. Um, it's really important that you go to that school assembly. All of that is absolutely fine because when you look after people, mm. they look after themselves and actually you get a more engaged, healthier workplace. Um, and I'm proud of that here. I'm, I'm really mm. proud of that here, that, that we do embrace all of that. Um, it's so important that people look after themselves. Mm. Um, you know, and it, it's it's stressful, isn't it? It's hard work. Everyone's work is hard work. Mm. It, it doesn't matter whether mm. you're the managing director. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you do. Your bit is critical for the business. Mm. You know, we're all looking at resources, greater scrutiny of what we're doing now. It's, it's all easy. These computers, you press a button and it tells you. Um, <laughs> and that's pressure. Mm. And you've got to respond to that pressure by mm. encouraging people to look after themselves. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really important, yeah. isn't it? I think, you know, we're, we're at a time where, you know, even just more traffic on the road coming into oh, work yes. means yes. that there's more stress even getting to work, yes. let alone all the pressures of, of being at work. And yes. um, tell me about the uncertainty of being of being a lawyer. Because clearly, I mean, every, every case you're on, you don't know whether you're going to win it, lose it. No. I'm guessing that sometimes there's a middle ground in that as well. Very often. Yes. Um, like, yes. So I, I assume that creates some uncertainty as well. It, it does. But again, it's about working with your client, looking at outcomes. Because you can be a real lawyer lawyer and you can examine the law and you can be very technical. Um, but actually, when you look at the outcome, you've got to ask yourself, is that useful to the client? Mm. Partly from a cost perspective, mm-hmm. because you know, it might be a fascinating academic exercise. Um, it'll cost a fortune, but if the outcome isn't relevant mm. or useful to the mm. client, um, that's not so great. So in, in many cases, we actually start at the outcome that we're looking for mm-hmm. and then work strategically work backwards. backwards to right. say, well, well, what what do we do, mm-hmm. what is our strategy to get to that outcome. So, mm-hmm. yes, there is always uncertainty. Because um, as soon as you bring humans into the equation, there's uncertainty, isn't you there? You can't control 
people. <laughs> um, and actually, that's that's another, very, I think, very good point is that you can't control everything. Mm. Work out what can you what can you influence, what can you change. Mm. Be clear about that, mm. um, because I think, uh, and certainly in the past, I suspect I spent a lot of time trying to change things that I can't. Mm. Control. So, again, yeah. That takes a lot of energy, doesn't it? Oh, and I think, you know, I think energy. we we can all be guilty of that at times mm. of trying to control things mm. that are completely out of our control. Yeah, out of our control. And, and I think yeah. now more than ever, the, ever before, we're needing to learn the skill of really honing what can we influence and what do we have to just let go, like Brexit. That's it. That, right now, what what do we know? Yeah, we, we just really know very little in mm. terms of how it's actually going to mm-hmm. act. You know. mm. Are we going to have another referendum? Are we not? It's just, it's, it's, mm. it's pointless mm. um, to a large degree mm. to even speculate mm. on that right now. Um, so how do, how do you think we equip um, ourselves and, and how do you equip your, your team to, to, to really hone that skill of letting go of the things that they can't control? Because I think, you know, what, what I'm seeing is, the, the more uncertainty there is, the more people want to control because the more yes. they want that clarity and that certainty. Yes. And so it's people we like to be in control, mm. is it? Uh, and in a human trait, mm. mm. we Well, there's control. safety in control, isn't yeah, there? It's, there is, there's, 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 there's a lack of safety in the unknown, and I think that's, that's, right. that's, that's where it comes down to. But how do you equip well, your team it's, to it's do that? It's a new skill set. It's, it's a different skill set, and it's about saying, do you know what? It's okay not to be in control. Mm. It's okay. Not mm. to have the answers. Mm. That's perfectly all right. Let's have a discussion instead. And actually, um, half the time, that's much more fun, much <laughs> more engaging. Mm. Um, and all sorts of things come out of it. So it, it, it's okay to be in that situation. But I think lawyers are reasonably well equipped anyway, because particularly those who are dealing with litigation, because you can't control what's happening on the other side, mm. um, and all sorts of surprises and things pop up. Mm-hmm. So you learn to be okay with surprise? and Yeah, that, that's part of managing and, and being a lawyer anyway, is actually we, we can't have lawyers being shocked and surprised mm. at things. Um, mm. I say we, we very much look at the outcome that we need, mm-hmm. some strategy to get there. Mm. Um, and of course surprises happen, we just deal with them, yeah. just deal with it, have a look at what it is, mm. think about it, make time to think about it, mm. that's the other thing. Mm. Answers don't have to be instant. Um, and you might get a better answer, a better solution if you take a bit of time mm. to think about things. And turn it into an opportunity. Turn it into yeah. an opportunity. Mm. And turn it around. So l- lawyers generally, I think that I think they, they come very well equipped to deal with all sorts. Um, you know, they used to dealing with all sorts of cross-examinations in court that, can, again, can be very surprising. I've mm-hmm. been involved in some of those myself, and you think... Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, but you just have to deal with it. You can't go running around like a headless chicken. Mm, it, mm. it doesn't achieve anything. Mm-hmm. So take control. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, I think stay calm. Um, I say stay aware. Just be aware. It's that being grounded. Um, know what's going on, even if you haven't got a solution. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because you know what you're what you're speaking to is about being calm under pressure and staying grounded and centred, even though there is this, you know, potential chaos going on. Right. I think there's there's great advice there for for everyone, especially at the moment, because you know what what I see in uncertainty is so many people become very ungrounded and 
and and don't don't feel calm yes. under pressure and you yes. know I think that's why we're seeing a lot of the mental health issues that we're seeing is that mm. because people don't have that skill set no. so I think no. it's it's really important so clearly lawyers have a lot to teach us about that. <laughs> we're very good <laughs> very good at dealing with uncertainty because we, we're dealing it's, it's a natural part of mm. the, the job really mm. um, it, it's just there yeah so what's your biggest challenge then as a as a lawyer? Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, mm, the single biggest challenge. <laughs> um, I think talent, there's a, there, is a, there is a big talent shortage at the moment. Um, and that's, that's quite interesting because we ask ourselves also why. Why has this happened? Mm-hmm. Because for years, everyone's been saying, universities are just producing all of these lawyers there's no jobs for them there's always been a shortage of training contracts so why has this happened and it almost goes full circle back to the recession there were so many redundancies there were thousands of redundancies um, and those people left the profession and a lot of them didn't come back mm-hmm. um, so when we're looking for skill sets and we're looking particularly for really good experienced people there is a gap. Um, a lot of people aren't there. Mm-hmm. So attracting what is there into this business, um, that's that's a challenge. And again, it causes us to look at ourselves. And looking at yourself is, is important as well. Mm. Um, you have to be, you have to have self-awareness to be able to respond to situations like that. And mm. say, well, you know, what, what makes us attractive? What is it that people are looking for? Mm. And that's where we have to look at the way we operate, how we employ people. Um, Because if you're going to attract the best talent, and that's what we want, to deliver service in the best way, um, and for a business like ours, we're also wanting very much lawyers who want to be offering a personal service Mm. and not be hidden behind the computer service. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got to respond to their needs. So it, it is about flexible working, it is about the environment, it is about looking after people. Mm. It's, it's about saying their well-being matters mm. Um, mm. And, it, and it really does matter because yeah. if you haven't got healthy people mm. in your organisation, you're not offering the best service mm. um, and you haven't got the best outcome. Either to the staff or to the clients. It, exactly, yeah. to, to nobody. Yeah. Nobody benefits in that situation. Mm. So, so it is a challenge, um, but we're working on it now. <laughs> saying okay well we, we've got to be offering mm. the, the right things as a business mm. um, and that again means we're continually investing um, which in itself brings its own advantages mm. so um, nobody in, or wants to invest for, for no return mm. no mm. so um, but that that is that is quite a challenge mm. um, and you know we can see challenges potentially coming um, on the horizon with brexit or not brexit wherever we end up but at the moment, very difficult to plan for, um, yeah. beyond looking at services that we offer, yeah. how might it change. So what would your um, final question for you, what's your one tip um, for how to lead through uncertainty effectively? Um, do you know, it's, it's to look after yourself. Mm. Because you know, if you're not sleeping, if you're, if you're not eating well, if you're not yourself leading a healthy lifestyle, you're not really able to ground yourself. You're not able to stay calm. You haven't got the tools within yourself 
because mm. the individual as a person, it's important. You've got to be fit. You've got to be healthy. Mm. Um, so actually, although it could be difficult, um, you're grappling with lots of different things to say, oh, hold on a minute, actually, I need to look after myself. That's mm. what's really important because with a clear head, enough sleep, a healthy body, I think you can achieve a lot more. Mm. So it's worth making that time because I don't think you actually lose anything. Well, it's about um, optimum performance, isn't optimum it? For, for yourself first. It's you put your own oxygen mask on yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and make sure everyone around you is doing the same mm. thing as well. Great. Thank you, Cathy. It's Thank been you, wonderful Jude. to talk to you. Thank you. Cathy's focus on the importance of staying calm under pressure is a crucial one. As I see more and more clients operating from a baseline of stress behaviour, I know from personal experience that being calm and grounded isn't easy in high performance and fast-paced business environments that we find ourselves in today. Cathy stresses the need for self-care. The basics such as getting enough sleep, eating well and exercising. Those are the foundations of our well-being and leadership that are so often crumbling. Until next time, how do you keep up or stay ahead in uncertainty when you don't know the direction of travel? And how do you remember that you're not a machine and to look after yourself and stay grounded under pressure? That's it for this week. I was your host, Jude Jennison, and I hope you were as inspired as I was. Keep leading and come back soon for the next interview on Leading Through Uncertainty. Mm-hmm.